Hello and welcome to Not If I Reboot You First, the podcast that takes our favorite properties and reboots them before Hollywood has the chance to. It's a little bit like brainstorming fanfiction. I'm Lindsay and I use she, her pronouns. I'm Tanner, they, them. And Lindsay, today I hear that you are directly confronting those Instagram mobile game ads. <laughs> Instagram on mobile games, the, the, the ads that just frustrate you because you can see exactly how to solve this puzzle. And it's like, what the fuck, yep. man? I can move those pegs. I could save the king. I choose to let him drown. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, today we're talking about two of the bigger named, more unhinged ads because, like, they get so soap opera y that I'm like, let's make a soap opera. Yeah, so you you told me what you were doing beforehand. Yeah. Was this ad like a Super Bowl ad or. I don't know. Apparently, Merge Mansion has managed to get in, like, big stars to do their live-action versions of the ads. Yeah, because the first round of them had Kathy Bates. Yeah, and the current ones have Pedro Pascal in them. Yeah, and I think it's just Pedro Pascal trying to figure out what this game is. Yeah, <laughs> and just be a thirst trap, too. Yeah. Oh, I've looked on Tumblr. It's real. I put two trowels next to each other and they turned into a rake. What witchery is going on in here? Oh, Tanner, there's already fic about this character. Good for him. <laughs> so anyway, I decided to merge together Merge Mansion and Lily's Garden, mostly inspired by um, uh, Game Theory. Yeah, it was Game Theory that covered the lore of both of these games, and I'm like, oh, combine them together into one unhinged soap opera. Um, yeah, so, like, the premises are pretty simple. Like, Merge Mansion is about a young woman named uh, Maddie whose life has fallen apart, who's taken in by her grandma, and uh, plays games to rebuild the mansion. And then Lily's, it's similar idea, but, like, she inherited her aunt's estate, her great-aunt's estate, and then her mom comes in and is a source of conflict because mom is like, oh, we're gonna sell the this property. And Lily's like, but why? And mom is like, because Larry, this person who says that he's a cousin of ours, said so. <laughs> now, also, I will just say that, like, so there is a Merge Garden as well. That's a spinoff of Merge Mansion. That's a competitor to Lily's Garden. But also, in Merge Mansion, because I played Merge Mansion a little bit, didn't get very far, on account of the fact that you don't actually get into the mansion at the start. You start in the garden. Yeah. I, I think the premise is that uh, we're going to have two competing families with, like, these gardens and estates in Maryland, because that's where a lot of people with a lot of money love. And uh, there's a mystery... There's a lot of missing people. There's secret plots and all that sort of stuff. I barely sketched this out because, yeah. Because um, it's a mobile game! It's a mobile game. <laughs> I tried looking through some of the some of the wiki, some of the fandom wikis, and they are very thin. Yeah, because the fandom is very thin itself, I imagine. Yeah. But the fact that there are these fandom wikis for this, probably more to do with the with the ads. Yeah. We are keeping Pedro Pascal's character in this. 
He's the local detective. I mean, yeah, obviously. Yeah. That's what prompted this. Yeah. The, uh, the, I saw it and I'm like, what the fuck, Pedro? <laughs> I think everyone had that reaction. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you had a mortgage payment. And then I'm like, how is this game making that sort of money? Either there are a lot of people who are, like, paying their way through it, even if it's just, I don't know, maybe they really are just paying to get rid of the ads. No, that wouldn't be enough money. They would have to be paying to get all the, like, the, they're wailing on this thing, which is unfortunate, because that's definitely, like, concerning and addictive, or it's a lot of kids who got their parents' credit cards. Um, the, but considering no other game has just tried to flaunt this, I feel like it's a money laundering scheme. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably a money laundering scheme. <laughs> so, anyway, the general premise is that you're in this town called Hopewell Bay in Maryland. And I am I chose Maryland going off of some of the game theory um, investigations in Verge Mansion because that looks like that was the state police involved in one of the investigations in the, in the ads. <laughs> okay, thanks, MadPat. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. So, like, our two main protagonists, Lily and Maddie, get to Hopewell through the same way that happens in, or, like, condensed versions of what happens in the ads, where Maddie got ditched at her wedding by her groom, Arthur, and then her house burns down and Grandma takes her in. Grandma Ursula. Grandma Ursula, who has a lot of secrets and a lot of knives. And is always (laughs) making a pie. (laughs) She will always be sus as fuck from the beginning. <laughs> yep. Maddie's taken in, and I figured, like, oh, she's a writer or something, because she's also a local celebrity, and I'm like, how about she's a writer of some sort, and has had a rock bottom, so she's taken in to help restore the mansion. Lily, uh, she's a 30-something who's had to move back to Hopewell because she caught her boyfriend, one Blaine Van Dick, cheating on her. Um, uh, that happens. She loses her job. She moves back home after inheriting this house from her great aunt, Mary, who recently passed away. It's run down and the garden is overgrown, but working on it, on the renovation might help her get back on her feet. Um, and then there's her mom, Holly, who, Lily and Holly are estranged for unknown reasons. And, uh, Holly comes back to town too and is like hey i want to sell the sell the estate because larry our supposed cousin said so and it's pretty clear Mm -hmm. larry's in it for the money the point of connection between these two characters is maddie's ex-fiance who has gone missing one arthur is the brother of luke lorenzo who's the nice neighbor of lily's who is like hey i'll help you out he's the darker haired guy (laughs) he's the hottie yeah he's the hottie so yeah he's like what happened to my to my brother is is it maddie's doing is it grandma ursula's (laughs) (laughs) and then just like going off from like little context clues in the live action ads for merge mansion uh maddie's family is the bolton family they have this big mansion seems like Grandpa Charlie was involved in some shady business back in the day. It might feed into why Ursula's doing her whole thing. There's other Hmm. people in town bringing in from Lily's garden. 
uh, there's a character named uh, Philip Jones, who's uh, an attorney and the executor of uh, Aunt Mary's will, who is described as being awfully spry for his age and keeps everyone on their toes. He definitely knows more than he's letting on. Hmm. And there was another character. I think she came from, yeah, she came from Merge Mansion. So her name is Evelyn Frost. Now in Merge Mansion, Evelyn is per, is spelled like Evelyn, and I'm like, that's too on the nose. That's some Wizard of Oz ass bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> this is Cruella Deville levels of on the nose. <laughs> but she's a local town councilor who has grand ambitions for Hopewell Bay, which will probably mean a lot of land deals with shady corporations. Uh so I'm thinking the land in dispute here is probably the land in between Lily's house and the old Bolton estate. And there's definitely bodies on that land. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to go full of Riverdale and just like, write like this is the WWE. I can dig it. <laughs> can, one, can one of the bodies be the king from the... Yes! The, from those games. <laughs> this is going to be the shitty mobile game crossover. <laughs> It's gonna turn out that Hope Bay is a nexus point. I mean, let's not go the listen. R- R- Riverdale, we gotta we gotta do less multiverses. Okay. This isn't multiverse. It's just that all these things did happen to happen in this one place. <laughs> so it's like Power Rangers. Yeah. You know, we we have an actual haunted mansion and a haunted mansion that is actually just aliens, and we also have like the petrified corpses of dinosaurs. Yeah. That that we turned into a Stonehenge tourist attraction. There's a spaceship underneath it. <laughs> so yeah, like the mystery to ease everybody into this is like, what happened to Arthur to Arthur Lorenzo? And then it turns into, oh, so Charlie Bolton like screwed over Henry Larosa over like this whole land deal, and then it turns out that there was a cult on this over by the <laughs> cemetery or whatever. No, this didn't happen in the actual ads for the for the game. But like, come on. Ursula's in a blood cult. Oh, oh, great. I mean, there's an implication that she might be going full, like, Mrs. Lovett with how she disposes the bodies. Grandma Ursula, this is turning into a very bad habit. (laughs) Who is Larry? Is he connected to the developers working with Evelyn Frost? Yes, he is. Is the Bolton Mansion home to a cult? Yes, it will be. (laughs) Who are the people Evelyn Frost is working for? So I'm (sighs) getting... Christ. The thing with with soap operas is that they sort of start writing themselves after a while, but like, yeah, I think <laughs> I I think we said this before, but like, I think what would happen is that like we start off with bog standard. Oh, this is a town with a lot of secrets, kind of like um a very light version of Twin Peaks that becomes just unhinged. Hmm. Um, so it goes from just, like, what happened to Arthur to, like, somebody finding his body, which will, of course, lead to conflict between Maddie and Lily, because, like, they're from opposite families, and the two love interests are involved with, were brothers, and... Yeah, the fir- the first year, I, like, I don't know if we're doing, soap operas don't do seasons, they just exist in perpetuity, <laughs> yeah. but, like, the first year should have Lily and Maddie at odds with each other. And then they decide to team up yeah. once they realize that, like, their interests might actually be aligned. Yeah. 
Like, if there's a concern that Grandma Ursula's mansion is, like, gonna gentrify the neighborhood, but also, like, or, what would it be? No, it would be Grandma Ursula's mansion is the old money. Yeah. That is, like, kind of being the, the money suck of the neighborhood. And so, Lily is kind of, like, pushing a movement to, she's, she would actually be the opposite of an HOA, but she would be helping the rest of the neighborhood, like, renovate their own homes to, like, no, but we don't want to increase property. Hang on, yeah. I don't know real estate. Because we do want to be firing bullets in the air to decrease the property value. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like, I don't know, there's something just about that mansion that makes everybody feel really uncomfortable. So actually, yeah, the mansion is completely run down. Yeah. And that's, so the issue is that Lily is, cons- the mansion is an eyesore on the city, and... Lily is part of a group of people in the neighborhood who they want to see it demolished. Um, but of course this would put Maddie out of a home. And so Maddie is trying to get it renovated and she probably wants to get it like as a historical site. Get yeah. established as a historical site, probably. Um, and Grandma Ursula supports this because that's where the bodies are buried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't want people digging too much around the place. Yeah. And so then six months in, it goes from we're at odds because of real estate reasons to we're at odds because we think our, you may have been the reason X family member went missing. Yeah. And then it'd probably be like a year in or like at the end of the first season where they oh, Grandma Ursula and Aunt Maddie were working together. Or Aunt, what's the aunt's name? Uh, Mary. Aunt Mary and Grandma Ursula were working together, actually. Yeah. And that's when we can bring in, like, the cult aspects. Or, like, we'll, we'll sprinkle the weird history stuff around there. Mm-hmm. Marilyn falls into Edgar Allan Poe country. He died in Baltimore. Yep, yep. What is... What is love interest's names? Lily... Uh, her ex-boyfriend is Blaine, and she tries to get back with him. She gets pregnant at... She fakes a... She fakes the pregnancy at one point. I remember then, the fake pregnancy ads. <laughs> yeah. And then um, she gets actually pregnant. Um, like, she's with... Um, fuck, what's his name? What's his nuts? <laughs> Luke. She's with Luke. <laughs> because... It's Luke and Lily. <laughs> like, she gets with Luke, but he, at the time, was married to Rachel. Here, I just had them be exes. Mm-hmm. That might hook up at some point because Lily and Blaine try to. <laughs> we also have to go through the whole like relationship just mess. Like at some point, Lily has a baby. Okay. We don't know what the baby's name is, but it might not be Luke's. It might be Blaine's. Okay. Yeah, I can dig it. Also, Blaine and Luke are implied to have slept together at some point. Which oh, good for them. Yeah, I like it. Um. So yeah, there's that. Um, so with Maddie, her ex-fiance is Arthur, who I'm making Luke's brother because they vaguely look similar. Alright. So like, he goes missing, he's gonna wind up dead. At some point, some point early on, there's Roddy, who's a town supervisor, who's Who's the one who tells Maddie, like, you have to get this mansion fixed up or we're going to tear it down? And they have a whole flirtation thing, but it's also implied that he's sleeping with Grandma Ursula because Grandma Ursula is a bit of a gilf, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, in the other ads, like, 
there's the one ad where grandma like puts her hand up against the uh cop car window with the words like he's still alive Mm-hmm. Or he's alive. Oh, yeah. Or sometimes it's your next or whatever. <laughs> it, you get different ones with different ads. Uh, okay. Yeah. But, like, there's a photographer called Holden who um, comes in. So he used to be a photographer with a local newspaper, but then he got fired for something. And now he's working, like, as a freelancer or for, like, a like a town and country or home and gardens magazine situation taking photos of these mansions and he goes to maddie's place to you know do photographs of the place to look at the renovations that she's done yada 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 so he could be a potential mm-hmm. love interest but there's also like on lily's side there's regina every con- every potential love interest could also be a potential uh like conspirator yes yeah like there's regina the carpenter who's also philip's uh granddaughter Philip was the lawyer. Uh, there's Whitney who runs. I decided that because there's not a lot about Whitney in Lily's garden that uh, Whitney is the uh, she runs a local bookstore and is into all things nerdy and spooky. So yeah, she would be an interesting point to get stuff from. Uh, not a love interest, but there's a guy called Julius who's friends with. Ursula, and he runs a local antique store, so I think he would be another interesting conspirator. Probably involved with I think Whitney is gay and trans. Okay, Whitney will be I gay. found a picture of her. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then Tim Rockford, he is probably done, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a name like Tim Rockford. Played by Pedro Pascal. He is the town bicycle. <laughs> Him and Blaine, because Blaine is implied to be involved with everybody, too. The thing is, okay, but if he's played by Pedro Pascal, he feels bad about it. Yes. Like, he generally has feelings for everyone, but everyone only wants him for his looks, and he's never felt a true connection. (laughs) And there's so many potential people that he could find that true connection with. Yeah. There's uh, Jackie, who's the local newspaper. She used to be with Holden. So she's a potential love interest for Tim. Or... I don't know, Rachel, Luke sex. Or how about Luke himself if he messes up with Lily? <laughs> Again, it, <laughs> it is a mess. This is a soap opera. Yeah, and this is just the normal soap stuff. Mm-hmm. So let's let's throw in some other references to mobile games bullshit. I mean, okay, it's not a mobile game, but I just feel like um, the mansion itself is going to be like a Resident Evil mansion where there's a bunch of bullshit puzzles inside it. Yes. <laughs> and they're probably going to find... An old man dressed up like a king who, like, drowned because he couldn't solve a match-three puzzle in time. <laughs> He's in a tank, like in like in the Prestige. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's gonna be... Uh, uh, Grandma Ursula tells Maddie not to break down this one wall because it's a low-bearing wall, but then Maddie's looking at the blueprints and she's like, "There's this wall isn't low-bearing, and so she breaks it down, and just, like, a skeleton falls out of a tomb. <laughs> He's got, like... <laughs> Basically, Burger King uniform on, and she's like, "What the shit?" <laughs> and let's just say, Maddie, that's not the first body that is hidden in these walls. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's the Gardenscape crew. Fuck. Oh, that's the old dude, right? Yeah the the balding dude and the redhead chick. Yeah. <laughs> they could have been like, I don't know. We do some time slip stuff, like out of Dark Shadows, and they were, like, previous servants or something. Yeah, or that could even be her uncle. Oh, yeah, that's true. 
And actually, on that note, like, speaking of uh, Resident Evil, at some point in a future story arc, um, Maddie and Lily can find a bunker under, well, we, we gave the mansion a bunch of puzzles, so they'll find, like, a secret bunker underneath, um, her aunt's house, Aunt Mary's house, and they'll find, like, a bunch of people who have been living underground because they were told, they're cult members, but they were told that the zombie apocalypse was coming, and so they had to live underground, and that this was their last fortress. Oh, last fortress meets, uh, that Clover Lane movie. Yeah, yeah, except... <laughs> They're like, we tried we tried to grow an entire apple tree and wheat field underneath here, but it didn't work, so we've been living solely off of, like, war rations. <laughs> I don't know, there's gotta be, like, maybe an in-game, or an in-series, like, TV series that everybody's watching for meta-commentary that's, like, based off of those, um, did you ever get, like, the visual novel sort of games? Like, the- I always get the visual novel stuff. Yeah. The visual novel stuff and the dating sim games, where it's like, it's either, it's mostly like um, a Chinese imperial palace situation with all the concubines and all that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How will you raise the baby? Raised to be good? Raised to be evil. <laughs> or like, find the right outfit for the moon viewing thing, and you put, they put her into the most ridiculous costume, and it's like, oh no. You've ruined her life! <laughs> Thrown in prison, made into a maid. Okay, but there's there's also like on that note of like the the knockoff Imperial Dynasty games, there's also one that's like a, a runner gunner, and it's like <laughs> you're you're running and firing, I don't know, your spirit energy at, <laughs> at demons, and it's like uh, complete this task to get a thousand years of um, refined soul energy and stuff like that. Just speed, essentially speed running, running Confucian alchemy. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't that's not how it works. No. But yeah, everyone's everyone's watching an imported Chinese period soap on Tubi. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Listen. Okay. I actually. You know, sometimes you just need to waste, like, five hours of your life before work on a shitty mobile game because the ad looks vaguely interesting. Yeah. I found one, it was like, you control a little hole in the ground, and you wander around the ground, and you're trying to eat ammunition, like little bullets, then big bullets, then, like, bombs, then barrels of TNT, shurikens, stuff like that, and the more you eat, the bigger your hole gets. Yeah. And you have to get enough in a time limit so that... After the time limit expires, a giant shows up, and you spew all the stuff that you swallowed at the giant and hope it does enough damage. So yeah. I got that game, and I beat the first few levels. Like, ah, oh, this is a fun way to waste time. And then all of a sudden, it turned out that's just a mini game within a larger high fantasy gotcha game. Oh my god! <laughs> that is basically just a, a knockoff of Puzzle and Heroes or Puzzle Fighter, whatever it's called. Oh my god! <laughs> But it's also, it's called Antia, Hole Master. And the logo is just the the lame CGI hole-eating hole ammo game. And then, yeah, you play a few levels and it's like, awesome, now it's time for ho fully voice acted high fantasy. Well, this is going to eat up my battery. How about, no. Yeah, oh yeah, it did. I had to I had to plug it in. Yeah. Man, I, I, I miss Dragalia Lost. Dragalia Lost was a really good game on, on account of fact, like, yes, it was a gotcha game. But it was the least predatory gacha game either. You never had to wail for anything. They were constantly giving you free stuff. Nice. 
that's how it got to you addictive. Yeah, well, the, the reason I stopped was because I just didn't re-download it for my Android because I never, I didn't know how to, like, save my data, and so I knew nothing was going to carry over. And and also, when I got my Android, they announced that the game was coming to a close in a few months, so I was like, I, I'm good. If I need to, like, there is a thriving fan community in Wiki, so, like, any major story stuff that I really want to see resolved in the end, I will go back and read that. But I, I don't need to finish this game up. Yeah. But yeah, the fact that... I mean, yes, there's obviously more predatory stuff than just money. But money is a big one, especially when it's a gotcha game. And yeah. the fact that they never did... Actually, some people are pretty sure they shut down was because they were not making enough money. And it's because, well, we don't want to suck them dry. Yeah, we want to keep them here for as long as possible. Actually, okay, here's... Sorry, another Dragalia digression. <laughs> it actually wasn't that addictive gameplay-wise either, because, well, for one, the gameplay actually had some depth to it. But also, you could autoplay a lot of stuff. So all you had to do really is, like, look at it every hour, select your next autoplay course, like, do this 99 times, and just run through it. The only time- I spend more time reading story stuff on that game than I did actually playing the <laughs> gameplay parts of it. One of those might as well be a, a visual novel by this point. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, hopefully- so hopefully Games will uh, port it or make some kind of fighting game for it for Switch. Yeah, so- I think, anyway, the natural progression for this sort of merge mansion, Lily's Garden, uh, just unhinged mobile game soap, is that, like, we learn about the nature of the cult and also, like, the company that's moving in that wants to do horrible stuff to the area, probably connected to the cult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just. And they're, they're the idle games. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> idol, idol cult master. <laughs> this is all secret, secretly a Lovecraftian style cult that is using young idols to power. I don't know. Arlothotep. Maybe. I mean, so what? Yeah, when I say idol, I don't mean I D O L like a singer. I mean I D L E. Like theoretically, you just let it sit and yeah. the number goes up. But because it's so engrossing, you want to spend money to make a number go up faster. Yes. I don't know. Vampire cult. That's it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, there is. I mean, I've seen, been seeing more vampire and, like, demon ads show up. Like, some of them some of them are like, this demon woman has a half-angel baby and she can't go to heaven or hell. So now she's trapped in a, a shitty home. Will you fix the fireplace or fix the window? If you do, you have to match three. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's like that with the dragons. Yeah, oh no, that's that should be like the ending of the cultures they're trying to get the merged dragon. Yeah. But it turns out the merged dragon is a, just a cute little guy. And so that's how like instead of instead of going Riverdale multiverse, we go it's the the secret fantasy realm that the humans didn't have access to when the cult breaks free and it's all cute little dragons. Yes. <laughs> it's that one matching like merge matching game where like you get like Cute little uh, dragons and Katsune and stuff. Yeah, I, I've i spent a lot of time on that one, too. <laughs> I've thought about that one because they look adorable, but I'm also like, mm -hmm. I wonder if there's going to be a virus attached with it to this. I think that one's been around long enough that if there was something untoward, we would know. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's legit for a uh, mobile game in which, like, 
you have to choose to spend money, but it's going to constantly be telling you that, hey, it'd be so much better if you spent the money. Yeah, like, that's why I don't play Two Dots, because they really, they were really bad about the whole, like, you had to spend money to play this. Yeah, which is too bad, because it used to be real good. Yeah, so now most of my mobile games are just, like, solitaire and hearts and backgammon. I'm also still doing the whole Pokemon Go thing, because, like, when the weather's great, it's awesome to have it for walks. Yeah, I I fell off Pokemon Go a while ago. <laughs> but, it's, hey, listen, it's still popping. There's still a lot of people. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that they're gonna start getting, like, the new-gen Pokemon eventually. They, they've been, like, mixing it up with the later gens, but I also think because, like, the later gens have smaller numbers of Pokemon, like... It's a bit easier to to manage. I once saw a comment where it was like, "Oh, I wish Pokemon Go had all the Pokemon all at once." And it's like, that would have been a freaking disaster. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's good it would that they staggered. Out, the they would have announced it. They would have announced it in 2016, and it would have come out next year. Yeah, if they were trying to get everything in at once. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, we really veered off on that, but like, yeah. Merch Mansion and Lily's Garden. That's basically, like, just have this super unhinged, like, there's gonna be cat fights in the first season for sure. Yeah. I want this to be, like, Dynasty-style soap opera. Oh, yeah. Yeah, too bad the shoulder pad look isn't back. We'll bring it back. Oh, oh yeah. This very show. Big hair, big shoulder pads. Dramatic reveals. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Still have Kathy Bates as uh, Grandma Ursula? Yes. Yeah. If she's, I'm, I mean, I'm sure she'd prefer if it was a full-time thing. I bet she was, a part of her was hoping that, like, <laughs> yes, this is going to turn into a full-time gig. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's that. Not much else. So it's... I mean, that there's very little, it's a mobile game. It's a mobile game, yeah. What sort of lore is there? Honestly, the fact that Angry Birds managed to get two movies made... I know! ...is impressive. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if we saw a live-action Merge Mansion movie in a few years. Yeah, yeah, I can see that happening. And it'll be camp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> have it... Have the writers from Megan. <laughs> yes! I think that would be the correct choice. Yes! <laughs> but yeah, with that... Uh... I think if we merge two rakes, then we'll get a video camera. And if we merge two video cameras, we'll get a podcast studio. And if we merge two podcast studios, we'll get a friendship promo. Excellent. Benvenuti nel mondo dei Pokémakers. Hold on, what are you doing? Oh, well, I was just getting ready to record Season 2 of Pokémakers. The new games we're making, Pokémon Marble and Bronze, are set in the Rencho region, which is inspired by Italy. True! And we're making new Fakemon for that region, such as our new mascot, Spadato. And we're drawing on aspects of Italian culture, including the Roman Empire and the Renaissance. Which, of course, means... Da, da Vinci. Vinci! Right, but we're inspired by Italy. That doesn't mean we're recording in Italian. Mamma mia! Here we go again! Enjoy Season 2 of Pokémakers! every other Saturday on the Pocket Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts. Because we've gotta, gotta make them all. Lindsay! He's still alive! Okay. And he has a secret message for you written on the palm of my hand, which is 
the places you can be found on the internet. <laughs> well, I can be found at on Twitter at Lindsay M four seven six. It's Lindsay spelled with an A. And you can get to all my other social media bullshits from there. Tanner, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at SparkyUpstart and on Tumblr at SparkyYoungUpstart.tumblr.com. You can also find this very podcast on Twitter at N-I-I-R-Y-F-Pod. But watch out, because if you don't draw a circle around those letters, then the bees will get it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can also email us at notifyrebootyoufirst at gmail.com, or you can send us your comments, critiques, criticisms, and your secrets to where all the bodies are hidden on the merge mansion estate did you did you ever hear that joke about how the guy sent a letter to his kid in jail and he was like i really want to plant in the garden this year but it's way too tough and i'm too old is there any chance you'll be able to get in time to help me and the son is like uh dad please don't dig up the garden that's where the bodies are buried then the fbi all run over and they spend the entire day digging up the garden and they don't find anything so then they leave and then he gets another letter from his son, and it says, like, Dad, sorry, that was the best I could do under the circumstances. Hope the tomatoes turn out great. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> anyway, our email is where you can send us a friendship promo, be it an audio clip or a proof for us to read. Either way, we'll put in a free ad for your podcast or YouTube, even your DeviantArt. Fun fact, I managed to do that first bit completely off of, like, muscle memory, but then I talked about the mob garden joke, and I've forgotten what comes next. <laughs> and it's taking a bit to load because I got busy looking up dragons from Merge Dragons, and they're actually kind of ugly. Okay. Uh, I mean, I still think that our dragons should show up. Yes. But maybe we'll get it designed better than the ones in that game. Yeah. They're weirdly lumpy. <laughs> um, anyways, um, d- uh, did we say that the email is also where you can send us a comments, critiques, and criticism? Yes, we did. Yes. And the adventure pros. Um, not if I first is a member of the Corner Podcast Network, and you can talk more about the show or others on the network via our Corner Podcast Discord. As always, our cover art is by Alex Fierce, and her work can be found at ptchew.com. And our theme music is bunch is by Sean Clake, whose contact info is available upon request. This podcast is recorded on Treaty 4 territory, the traditional lands of the Cree, Salto, and Assiniboine, and homeland of the Métis. So, Tanner, any hints for next time? Uh, yes, next week we're gonna start delving into the Tubi movies I've been watching. <laughs> yes! Yes, we're gonna, we're gonna be dealing with a couple of wise gals, eh? Uh, but we'll get into that next week not if we reboot you first. Bye. Bye.